0: This is America. Gunshots in your area It's the review a new podcast once again. I'm your co-host DJ. And I'm
1: your co-host Evan.
0: And here we like to go through the films of our favorite filmmakers growing up and analyze their works as adults who are actually paying attention to what they're about and shit. Uh, and we started off talking uh, with this season of the podcast, this wing of the podcast really, uh, talking about Sasha Baron Cohen's earlier TV show, The Ali G Show. But today we are here to talk about Sasha Baron Cohen's return to form with Who is America? God damn Damn, did this man come firing out on all cylinders for this shit? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, what, what what were your thoughts going into this crazy shit?
1: Um, so my i i i, I had seen one of the sketches from the first episode uh, on its own, is it uh, on YouTube or something, uh, a while ago. So I had some idea of what it was about. Uh, you know, w- of how he we went about it. And it's essentially um, similar to the Ali G show. except yeah, it's an except, updated version. Right, except with a, I think, a much more focused political yes. edge. you're
0: very right on that one, And
1: yes. while, um, you know, while back in the Ali G show days, uh, he was, you know, unknown enough that he could, you know, go lighter on the disguises. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, he's got prosthetics he's yeah. like very unrecognizable um and and they're pretty good i i think that uh iran murad looks better in with the, the jaw well he looks better in the like headshot when mm. when he's walking around his head looks way too big for his body and yeah. it's a little he looks a little like a video game character but absolutely <laughs> uh yeah but and, i mean it was it was very impressive i i i think that some of the sketches were misses, um, particularly yeah, the
0: the NPR liberal guy. Right,
1: I think that I think they were misses with him. And i I finally put my finger on it when he succeeds. I will say when he succeeds with this kind of thing, and what he succeeded very well with Borat. I don't know why I said Borat with the yeah. <laughs> with the Israeli. Um, but with, you got the Oran Morat. Yeah, character, the Israeli, <laughs> the, the Israeli. Um, but. Um, you know, with Borat and uh, and with uh, several of the characters in this, um, he succeeds when he gets the other person to uh, be unreasonable. Mm. He succeeds when he makes the person he's interviewing paint themselves into a corner and look like a jackass. Yeah, yeah. And he fails when he makes his character an unpleasant, ridiculous jackass mm-hmm. and, by extension, makes the person he's interviewing look good. And and actually, I think Billy Wayne Ruddick, the sort of um, uh, Alex Jones-type uh, conspiracy, <laughs> yeah, the, yes. the truth, like, I think he failed also. I think both that character and mm. the liberal NPR-type guy failed because they mm. were both... Um, just sort of being obnoxious, and yeah. the people they were talking to then just looked reasonable. The I think the first sketch is um, Billy Wayne Ruddick Jr. Uh, interviewing Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders yes. and Bernie Sanders is just trying to handle it and well, doing a pretty I, good job. And
0: see, I, I will say I actually like enjoy like I enjoy it sometimes when there is that like the person who's not an antagonistic person where is seeing like taking the ridiculous arguments that someone like a Bernie Sanders has to deal with from like in yeah. all right sort of thing and like exacerbating it and be like, no, I believe if we just take the 1% of people yeah, and, and, and put it, in I the think 100%, it, like, you know, it can,
1: okay. So I, it can work. And I think that character didn't fail as badly as Dr. Naira. Yeah. Um, because you know, all right. And this is my own liberal bias. I like Bernie Sanders. (laughs) You know, like, we want Bernie Sanders to look good. It's cool seeing Bernie Sanders look good. But sometimes, you know, it's just like, okay, what's the... It's either you're making somebody look good who doesn't deserve to be made look good, or it's just kind of pointless. So you you do have a point there that, you know, with Bernie Sanders, it's like, okay, he's getting to counter the worst type of stupid internet conspiracist argument Mm -hmm. here. But, um... Then in the in the next sketch, Dr. Nairo goes and interviews this uh, the South Carolina Republican delegate who yeah. voted for for Trump, and um, and her husband, and they seem like very nice people, and he's being an obnoxious jackass, and they're handling it, it with aplomb it, and being very polite. But yeah, it it's likes, like, okay, this woman is partially responsible for Trump becoming president, so her being sweet and polite and you know handling this ridiculousness with grace it's like okay what's the point i think maybe like like
0: yeah there's no meta narrative to what's happening it's just on a very basic level of i'm annoying this person by talking about this weird thing
1: if he were trying to make republican talking points look reasonable like if his goal like presumably the goal with bernie sanders was to allow bernie sanders to look reasonable yes but the goal is clearly not to make republican or pro-trump talking points look reasonable because she's not really talking politics at all
0: yeah
1: like it's not it's not trying to prove any kind of political point it's literally just him being obnoxious to a pleasant couple in their home and there's just no point to it yeah yeah and 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 i just think generally him being an annoying character with no point yeah it's it's like
0: it, it, it's one of those things, where like, he's, try, he like, again, this is improv, so it's, like, he's trying to see where he can get the laughs out of him but then, like, there's not enough gas in the tank to really bring what, the skit all the way home with, with a point that he's trying to make.
1: What he's playing is the conservative idea of what a liberal leftist Democrat progressive, uh-huh. because they don't understand the difference, yeah. is. Um, I mean, and it's everything from he literally is wearing, like, the Hillary pink pussy hat right. at some point yeah. to you know, like the NPR shirt. Right. (laughs) So at some points he seems like a, like a liberal. And at some points he seems like a super far left. Like, I guess maybe the joke is that conservatives believe that a person would really be like that, but it, it, kind of bothers me for the same reason Bruno being an over-the-top gay stereotype that homophobes Mm. think it's just like you're just confirming what they think now I will say Dr. Naira worked really well in one sketch because he was being essentially reasonable and bringing out the bigotry it's it's the one um that was in a later episode where he's talking about bringing a mosque to this small town oh that
0: was the best that yes was, yes that was really that hit it out yeah, of the
1: park. <laughs> that was really good because he wasn't sitting there being like I'm gonna be super obnoxious right. he was being you know essentially reasonable if like a little you know obviously clueless and letting these people reveal their own yeah. biases, the, you know? That-
0: the, the way the skit went, basically, is that, like, yeah, it's like, he's making this meeting for these people who live in this white bread town and saying, and telling them, like, there is going to be funds acclimated to create a, a mosque. And, you know, for to bring in tourism. That was the thing. It's like, we're going to bring in, you know, mm. people, we're going to bring in, and we're going to do it by specifically targeting Muslims. Because, you know, like, in... In a neutral world where there are no politics associated with it, it wouldn't matter. People coming in, it's people coming in. But it's the specific idea, like, we don't want no Muslim around here. They-. And it's the rhetoric that they use. They're like, they're the ones who are bringing the danger. They're the ones who are bringing it. And it's just like, what? why do you think that? Why They
1: literally... Yeah, because... It, the the opening is you see this very impoverished town this very depressed impoverished impoverished town and he says you know how would you guys like 3.5 million dollars yeah, to come yeah. in here in revenue and of course and for a moment for a moment yes. i was like oh this is cruel and then he's like we're going to bring in this mosque we're going to build this mosque and they all start flipping out and <laughs> saying muslims are terrorists and they want right. to kill muslims and all this and it was you know, it's like if you are a reasonable person and you see like, oh, that's a nice mosque and people are going to come here and it's going to bring business. And yeah, it's they're, like, and okay, they're, it's not my religion, but of, whatever. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, it's going to bring a lot of money to the town. Like, that's right. nice. Cool. And yet people who hear Muslim and automatically think that's somebody who bombs people. Yeah, those
0: are the bad guys. Yeah. Right.
1: Like, so that was effective because... I think he's he's most effective when the character is being used as a means to an end and the actual focus is on the behavior of the person being interviewed and when he's just sort of being obnoxious and throwing out a lot of like weird stuff that Yeah and saying things to
0: freak people out. Right.
1: When the character becomes the focus, it doesn't it doesn't work as well. Now, you know, obviously as you pointed out, this is improv. It's not expected that everything's gonna be a hit like Mm -hmm. obviously not everything like some things are gonna miss the mark um
0: Um, what uh, what was it specifically about uh oh yeah i was thinking about that it's so funny because i i I wanted to pay attention to what what they specifically were saying what the rhetoric of what they were saying was and like one of them specifically was talking about how like it is the muslims who are bringing the danger. they're the ones who are going to hurt us they're the ones who are going to do this and it's just like it's so interesting like i think i remember reading not even a couple months ago about how like Uh, In the Obama administration, they were, like, like planting people in mosques around America to see if they could radicalize people through it. You know what I mean? And, like, when you read stuff like that, where it's just like... And it's not even like a, you know, America is automatically bad. But that fear that is within, like, the government that's being exercised through what people kind of want. You know what I'm saying? And yet, like, that is ultimately showing a government being antagonistic towards a group of people, but to those people, they don't care. They don't see that. All they see is there are people that are scary and Hey, it's good that we're trying to suss them out if we can, you know what I mean? Yeah, when yeah. it's like, if you look into the intricacies of the case, it's just like, Oh yeah, there was this one guy that was trying to mess with, with us. And we actually went to the government to tell them about it. And like, <laughs> they didn't do anything about it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So there are uh, six characters in the series. That, mm-hmm. And I think it's generally four characters per episode. Uh, the first character we see is Billy Wayne Ruddock Jr., who is sort of this Alex Jones. He is, uh, the the accent that he's trying to do, I think he's trying to sound Southern. Yes. But he sounds like very English yes. mixed with
0: it's like it's kind of funny he was trying at some points like was, there's some words that give him away like urinal <laughs> and it was just like well, no and, one from the south and, would say it like they'd say urinal well and, <laughs> and just like
1: just just sometimes his pronunciation like the like I, I can't do it but yeah like now, now, you know, my, my website, like, I don't know, I can't, <laughs> no, like, I can't, he's I, almost I can't, I like, can't, <laughs> I can't quite do it, it's like some of his vowels, it's just not quite right. Yeah, because the reality so, is,
0: it's him doing a southern accent filtered through his filtered British accent, through, and yeah, so it's hard. it's, it's
1: very weird. I th- this is where we learn that Sasha Baron Cohen is not particularly good at American accents, <laughs> because uh, actually Dr. Naira Kane did, in
0: Indiochello. I
1: can't remember how to say his his name. Doctor Naira uh, is supposed to sound sort of like New Jerseyan, and he also mm. sounds British. Yeah, like, he's
0: not New Jersey like, by way of Britain. Right, <laughs> like, <It's> like <laughs> you can tell what
1: accent he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but so Billy Wayne Ruddock Jr. is, uh you know, there's there's sort of the physical stereotype. He's morbidly obese. He's in a rascal. Um, it's actually like the, the makeup's a little weird that at first you can't quite tell if you're not looking him up and down that he's supposed to be morbidly obese. Um, but he is, uh, he's runs a website called... Truthbrary. Truthbrary.
0: That's the worst name. <laughs> it's, so, it's
1: You see a, a graphic where it says library, yeah. and then the lie is replaced with truth. So the truthbrary. <laughs> By the way, truthbrary.org I think at one point he refers to it as truth library, but it is truthbrary.org And if you go to truthbrary.org org, they made the website. Wow. Uh, I, which I, you know, I wouldn't have expected any less. <laughs> um, but you know, in his first interview, he's interviewing Bernie Sanders, and he's basically being that idiot conservative conspiracy theorist from the internet, and letting Bernie Sanders try to, uh, try to to make
0: sense, try to get the the logic into this guy's head. Yeah, and and basically
1: you see Bernie Sanders being very patient and kind, and
0: and I think at the end he goes like, okay, I'm tried to do this but this is ridiculous i'm not going to talk Yeah he to does, he, he
1: does offend, eventually give up. Um, so that's you know that's the introductory skit that you know it's pretty softball it's not it, it's not particularly shocking in any way. Uh and then we have that Dr. Naira skit where he's interviewing the delegate and again i don't think that one works cuz it's just him being obnoxious to an apparently nice lady and not really drawing anything out about her politics. Mm-hmm. Um then we've got this character rick sherman who is a british ex-con um and he i think like this character is really funny because all of his sketches are him basically infiltrating and not all of them but most of them are, are basically infiltrating these uh Pretentious worlds where you can really bullshit your way to success. A-
0: absolute, like nightclub uh, management, right? You know, and, and
1: the first one is the fine art world, which, if you know anything about the fine right. art world, right? Absolutely, so much bullshit. Yeah. you know, and and frankly, okay, here's here's my little rant. <sighs> you know, I think go it, off
0: king. <laughs> there is
1: there is a a sort of cultural idea that you know you've got the stereotypical. Um, You know, Philistine, who's like, "Oh, I don't. I like pictures that look like real things." And my five year old could do that. And that's just paint on a canvas, splattered, blah blah blah. And and makes that, and you know, and like that person's just stupid, and they don't appreciate art. But the fact is that a lot of fine art is bullshit that somebody put no effort into either because they themselves made it and put in no effort or because they literally didn't do anything other than hire a bunch of uh, fabrifaction.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, were already in a position of privilege when they were born and just happened to be, you know, like, oh, I want to do the art thing where I can just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. They had that comfort to do that.
1: Right. The thing is, I know so many amazingly talented artists who had to bust their asses um, and now make I, I think one of the best artists I know um, busted her ass for years and years and years and now makes what I would say is a comfortable middle class salary the last um, I heard from her but you know these people who are making millions of dollars for a painting it's like you look at somebody who's like a comic artist right comic artists have to be so fucking skilled mm-hmm. and they churn out so much amazing high quality work and think about what a comic artist makes versus somebody who you know paints a fucking black what? But- black dot on a canvas and sells it for three million dollars yeah and
0: happens to know a person that where they can just sell it yeah yeah the
1: fine art world is just a scam it is a way for rich people to shuffle their money around (laughs) and I don't care if I sound like an uncultured swine saying that that it is a scam yeah and um
0: it's not that there isn't good art it's just that
1: there's a lot of good art there's a lot of good abstract art I am not saying that all art has to be representational there's a lot Mm -hmm. of beautiful amazing abstract art there's good concept art there's good art that is pushing the boundaries. Of what art is. But the fine art world the financial of, side of it. The fine <laughs> art world is full of bullshit. The, the mm. world of million dollar galleries is bullshit. So Rick Sherman, uh, who is this, you know, this ex con uh
0: a really r- rough rough, tumble looking sort of guy, but right. he's trying to like make good, you know.
1: Right. He comes in with this woman who's running this gallery and presents these uh pictures that he's done in feces and semen and blood and uh and she seems impressed and you know tells him he has a lot of promise and maybe she's just being nice um
0: he the pictures weren't bad you know that's the thing is ironically
1: the drawings were like too good for the but um he showed and in fact it's funny because he shows her this picture and it's like a pretty well done drawing of three faces. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Oh, you know, it's kind of simple. And then the minute he tells her it's made out of shit, then she's like, Oh, okay. Okay. She gets artist. A, you know, yeah. uh, he shows her a, a paintbrush he's made out of pubic hair pubic collected hair. from various artists. He claims he's got some of Banksy's pubes and she gives him pubes for it. Um, <laughs> So so that one was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, wasn't, it made a point. It, it made a point. It wasn't the hardest hitting. And I... then, this is where it gets hard. This is the first we see of Iran Murad. Oh, yes. Who has military titles that change every episode. <laughs> um, but he sits down with Philip Van Cleave, a gun rights advocate,
0: um, oh, and yeah, and that's what he does. I feel like like he updated his thing from last time because now, like before we go into the person, he gives you context for who the person is. I noticed that. Like in the Allergy Show, it's just an interview, and y- you don't know who this person could be or what they did. But with this, right. it's always like, oh yeah, Roy Moore, boom, the guy who was trying to date sixteen year olds, Four, fourteen, yeah, yeah, that yeah, type 14. of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's always just like, oh okay, now we have context. Now the jokes land harder,
1: right? You know? So so Iran Morad is this, like, uh, Mossad, not Mossad. He's a Mossad, not Mossad. He's this um, Israeli uh, defense guy who um, sits down with this extremist gun rights advocate and suggests uh, that they need to start arming children (laughs) in schools to prevent school shootings, including three- and four-year-olds, and then gets this guy to help him make a promo video Oh, my God.
0: Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, animal, gun animal pals, where you right. put like little. It's fucking... like literally
1: stuffed animals <laughs> uh, on guns, like on functional guns, all the way down to like they make a teddy bear that the idea is that a literal baby, like a six month old, would squeeze and right. would pull the trigger and of of essentially a machine gun, and it's absolutely nuts. And you know, it, it makes some of these things make me wonder. Like, did this person? How seriously was Philip Van Cleve think, taking this? Like, did he think he was in some sort of, like, maybe he thought it was comedy in
0: some way? I don't know. I mean, the way I look at it is like, if you are someone who is supposed to be representative of people in a certain place, you've uh-huh. got to gotta be smarter than this. And the fact that he just allows it to, like, oh, the yeah. fact that he's just like, Oh, yeah, because in the back of my, You know the wheels are turning. He's just like, oh, this is good for my cause, and so of course I'll go right. along with and this, you know? like.
1: So, so they make this absolutely bananas video and then take this proposal around to several yes. uh, conservative um, Congress members mm-hmm. and... With one exception, they all say, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. The one exception, There's one guy, props to Matt Goetz of Florida. Yeah. Uh, he is the U.S. Representative for Florida's first congressional district. Good job, yeah. and Matt. Matt Goetz, our Florida.
0: He specifically says, like, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to advocate for, like, you know, like, you're not supposed to advocate for these sorts of things without, like, any, without knowing anything really about it right. and just reading shit off yeah, a teleprompter. Yeah, he,
1: sa- he said, you can't just come to me and say, here's the idea yeah. and, say, and and expect me to, to endorse it. Which, and then, smash cut. Yeah, and then, yeah, smash cut to all of these people, just all these actual members of the U.S. Congress, yeah. uh, just reading off uh, this teleprompter, and, and he. I can't remember how he works. He works in all these, like, just names of different... These
0: things, that these tells that if you knew anything right. about these people, they, you would I, know that's a joke. Like, yeah. I, at one point he says like there's something where it's like a, he got them to say uh, there's a trait in children where they see uh fat at faster shutter speeds uh at a, a shutter speed entitled blink 182 and that yeah, was like...
1: that's like they're, they're, <laughs> they're trying to claim all this like weird brain development stuff about children and just working in all these like names of different musical artists yeah
0: but it a, it's, it's like it's in this way where it's like it's so clear that like because this is, this uh goes for what their agenda is they are willing to go along with this uh script without even doing any due diligence to like see what see if this is actually bullshit like the blink 182 thing that should have been a very clear tell as you're reading this like wait a minute what isn't that a band my kid (laughs) list you know what I mean yeah they're just not paying
1: attention
0: (laughs) it just it just so goes to show you know what I mean like wow you guys were in congress and you did you very clearly didn't read this wow (laughs) like that mm, that's Sasha Baron going at his best it is
1: and and so that first episode you know it starts out with these kind of softballs and it's like okay 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 and then it the ends on that yeah <laughs> and then the second episode starts with something even like not necessarily more shocking than somebody who wants to give 3 year olds guns but just <laughs> viscerally it starts with Iran murad who now has a different military title hmm. uh teaching uh jason spencer a republican state representative from georgia how to detect and repel terrorists. Uh, that is the description from Wikipedia. And oh my god, oh my! Like I, I think I, sh- I think I literally started shouting. No, no, no! Wait, how did that skit go? That was this was the one he shouted. This guy, this, this guy, this guy. Oh my god! This one guy apparently threatened to kidnap. One of his fellow state representatives, he's nuts.
0: What in the fuck um, is, he, is he? Was he in cahoots with those Michigan motherfuckers a couple I, days ago? Yeah. So,
1: um, so Murad is telling him, "I'm going to teach you how to how to detect terrorists." The first thing where it really started just going downhill fast is he said, "You have to disguise yourself as a Japanese tourist."
0: Yes. As a Japanese tourist. Okay, now I immediately um, know what you're talking this about. Guy,
1: this guy starts Didn't need any
0: prompting at all to just immediately just immediately, jump into the racism.
1: Immediately starts waddling around, just making what he clearly thought were Asian noises. Yeah,
0: and like like worse like, than ching chong chong. Like it was like, just like.
1: Literally saying like random no. Oh, I'm te- turning
0: Japanese. or some dumb shit. No, okay, no. I remember
1: what it was. He told him you should be a Chinese tourist, and he started saying sushi, Mitsubishi. Yeah! it's like and like oh look, I've got a camera. Oh, oh. like it's he like- literally <laughs> didn't even get his racist country stereotype right, right <laughs> So he's literally just like waddling around making Asian noises. Oh my god. And then he says you have to take this selfie step because the idea is like, well, yes. if you see somebody in a bird. It might be a woman, or it might be a terrorist. So we have to put this selfie stick, and and he shows the guy like what's supposed to be an upskirt, or I guess an up burka shot of like somebody's <laughs> dick with explosives strapped. And this guy without just doesn't even blink. He's looking at this picture of a dick and explosives, and just like doesn't even blink. He's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense.
0: And so he's like, and so we need to use these cameras to look up people's
1: burkas. He's, he's practicing sticking a selfie, using a selfie stick to take an up burqa shot to make sure somebody has a vagina and not explosives. Yeah,
0: exactly. And because if someone is a uh, you know suspected of being mm-hmm. of a you know certain minority, we're afraid of, it's okay to violate the right. rights. And so, <laughs>
1: and now this next bit was. It was such a stretch. Oh, my God. I, I think it must have worked better than he was in his wildest dreams. So, Morad says, basically, it, it was such a stretch. He was like, so if a terrorist tries to grab you then you have to get attention as fast as possible because he could get you in two and a half seconds so in two and a half seconds you have to get as much attention as possible you have to attract attention now there's one word in america that you can't say and with like no other prompting the guy starts shouting the (laughs) n-word just just at the top of his lungs over and over and over just Screaming at it. it's like that guy was waiting for the yeah. barest excuse to start shouting the N-word at the top and, of his
0: lungs. And you know what's funny? Like you see, like you like you could kind of see like Sonja Baron's face where he's just like that worked better than I thought it was going. Right. Do. it was just like, like, oh, are you really like, just doing that? You
1: didn't even have to try <laughs> to draw that out of him. It was like, just dude, like it was like he had a button on his body. That <laughs> well, finally, he, beep, beep,
0: beep. yeah, it was
1: like he had the the button on his body that would set off that alarm, like a car alarm. He goes off, and it was just and then and then it was like while we're still sitting in the shock of that he's like And this actually came up later. He has this like running joke that terrorists are so scared of being gay of like accidentally being turned gay that you have to scare them by pulling down
0: your pants and running towards them backwards. Because if they touch your butt,
1: then it will turn them gay. So you have to threaten them. And so this guy like pulls his pants down and starts running at Sasha Baron Cohen with his ass, going, I'm gonna turn you gay, USA, USA all the way, I'm gonna make you gay. You're gay now, you're gay now, USA. USA. USA and just like running around with his ass, like literally just shuffling backwards as fast as he can with his ass sticking out. Oh my god! And it's like you know, and it's like it's funny, but at the same time. This man is a member of the government? Right. This man, like, This man is literally an elected representative of the state government of Georgia, where I am from. Oh. Where some of my family still oh. lives. Oh, <laughs> no. oh my
0: Saying God. So. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, this is like, this person is in charge of like people's well-being and he is this easily manipulated. Right, because
1: really, it's like, if he were just some random asshat it would be you know and there are random asshats later on this guy this guy is literally an elective representative of the government and oh god so yeah so so episode two really starts off (laughs) with a bang and then the the next the next one is a bit of a softball i think to let you kind of breathe and it's just it's uh it's introducing us to this character Gio gio monaldo uh, Diamante, oh, yes. La Vita Diamante de, Gido, yes. de Gio is like the this he's this celebrity or this like big Italian billionaire playboy celebrity
0: photographer yeah someone that celebrities go to for things yeah. you know what I mean he's and, like big money type of guy and
1: it's just making fun of vapid celebrities and where he's like saying it's a charity and he's faking it's kind of photoshop. the Bruno thing where... yeah he's faking photoshop pictures of them helping like starving children and mm-hmm. you know and, and then there's sort of a bit where um, he says, oh, I have this charity funding child soldiers and helping them get weapons, and he gets this girl from The Bachelor to, to endorse oh, the it. The
0: fucking Bachelor. You know. How is that still a thing? Jesus Christ. And, yeah. Let's just watch but, people hook yeah. up with people, I mean, baby.
1: And it's kind of like, okay, whatever. So reality TV stars are vapid and selfish, okay. Like you know, But I think it was good timing because... You know, for me personally, I was still reeling from that first sketch. So having one that I was just, I was kind of like sitting back, like, just, just like uh, like
0: like
1: like if the first sketch was just like g-force just <laughs> blasting me back against the couch and then i'm just kind of sitting there slowly peeling myself off while the geo sketch is going on
0: yeah barely registering but yeah i did appreciate uh the way i think did you hear about there was one skit that was cut with with the geo guy because um there's another skit where it's a uh, you know, he's talking to this guy about, like, oh, yeah, we can get a, like a boat or something like that mm. and talking to him about, like, oh, what if I want to fit, uh, you know, a certain amount of uh, young women in there? What if I want them well, to be wasn't, on Well, that wasn't
1: cut. That was in a different episode. Oh, no,
0: no, no. Oh, what I mean is, is, like, there's an episode where he is talking to a guy and gets him to do that, but mm. then there was a cut there skit. There was
1: a cut skit. Where he met, meets where, another guy. Okay, so there was a cut skit with mm-hmm. Gio where he was at this expensive hotel and told the um the concierge that he had molested a, a little boy and the concierge was like oh, okay, well, if you like that, here, I'll I'll get you in touch with more. Yeah, like, oh, oh. um, Yeah, so he didn't air that skit because he said it was just too disturbing. Yeah, too much. uh, And turned the footage over to the FBI. Now, he said that the FBI apparently declined to investigate further, Which... um, which is horrifying. However, I do hold out some hope that, like, maybe they said something to him and he misinterpreted, or they just weren't going to tell him. Oh yeah,
0: it was like, yeah, they're not going gonna... like, to, like
1: they're not going to be like answering with the details. Uh, I mean, of yeah, his allow me to give you updates
0: on uh, the right. You know, it's it's not like
1: he reported his car stolen. That's or a good something. point. Yeah. So you know that that's not necessary it's not necessarily the case that they were actually ignoring that. Um,
0: we got to talk about Dick Cheney then. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Then
1: we get to uh, uh to Iran. Uh, interviewing fucking Dick Cheney. Ooh, uh,
0: it, which... it was like a, a chill with the website. I was like, oh.
1: It was crazy. I was like, I guess Dick Cheney is bored and, in retirement. Yeah, and
0: honestly, I think I think all these motherfuckers are old. Man, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I, I, was, I was just
1: like, Dick Cheney is an evil motherfucker. He's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, does he really not? Does he? Is he really not? Be-? But they were talking and... um.
0: I think he yeah. said like, "Oh, you just you killed seven thousand potential terrorists, uh, and it would have been a breeding uh, a breeding ground for terrorists without your intervention." It's just like oh, wait, what? Which country is that again? Oh, the one where ISIS is? Oh, (laughs) you know. Um, And he said, like, we felt it was an important strategic interest. It's like, that's how those people talk. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it is for this thing. See, I'm using big, very, like, you know, uh, very, uh, like, very reassuring-sounding words Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, no, these must be the big boys in charge because they're using these big words. But it's like, peeling back any of, like, any of the specifics of what they're doing and it's just like no we have to question what's going on here you know what i'm saying yeah. but when you have that confidence of like it was a strategic interest that we did it it's just like oh well okay well he sounds like a smart guy i'm not going to question that you know what i'm saying yeah. like
1: it is people really can use language to obfuscate
0: cuz I, I was thinking just now about something similar it was like some guy some pop, uh, political youtuber like I think it's like tim pool where he's like saying these things that sound like they would be really engaging to a sort of left leaning base, where she's like, oh, yes, these elites are like, you know, they're very moneyed elites that are keeping people from doing things. And there's these cultural things, uh, cancel culture, and, you know, but like when you listen to what he's saying, it doesn't fully make sense in the sense of just like, wait, you think that Joe Biden is one of the people that's a part of cancel culture? Like, what the fuck? But it's just like clearly like, feeding off of the disaffected, like, people online and, like, people who are not either, like, still trying to decide what necessarily their politics are, but, like, framing their shit in a way that was just like, oh, it could totally be talking about how, you know, the Jew elites are taking over the... But it could also be talking about, oh, rich people definitely need to be put in check, but it's that vague language where it could be speaking out of both sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it is very chilling, and he actually gets Dick Cheney to autograph his waterboarding kit
0: yes i was like what, what? Oh.
1: <laughs> His clearly used waterboarding kit. yes
0: oh my god oh my fucking god
1: the last one in that is uh dr naira going to we're yeah, talking this, about that one this we're talking was about the one. one with the mosque that was um i think it wasn't Shocking if you've spent any time Hmm. talking about Muslims in your world. That one guy
0: who said, I'm a racist, that was a little like, what? Like, you're not just supposed to say that. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean, unfortunately, yeah, no, I've met people.
0: Yeah, But, but like, Typically, someone doesn't want to say, I am the bad guy. There's always the justification, like, no, no, no. The reason why we hate them is because they hate us first, and they're going to attack us. So we need to protect mm-hmm. ourselves by keeping them away from us and doing everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's never like, I am the a- antagonist. Well, it's always, no, 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 See, it's because they're so bad, you well, know? Well, to
1: people who will say that, I mean, th- they don't think that it's a bad thing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I had, there was, mm, uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, my uh, my brother had a friend who is a, a piece of shit and my brother stopped <laughs> being friends with him <laughs> after this but um but i remember like he was in my damn house and said uh i'm a racist i'm proud of it you should be too oh. and yeah no i mean like i yeah again my brother stopped Those people being, exist yeah my brother stopped being friends with him after this but yeah it was just like th- there are people who say that Um, So that was the last uh, sketch of that episode. And I do think that was a good use of Dr. Nairo, where Mm -hmm. he was being you know naive and obtuse but not drawing attention to himself with like oh my son harvey milk likes to masturbate yeah da, 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 da. And
0: like, uh, then we get to the Aramad uh interviewing roy fucking Moore. roy yeah. Moore. oh
1: god this was so funny oh this that one was cathartic so, this was so funny because that
0: was a huge news story like in the past year and it was just like you, you, you ever think about, like, some of these politicians were just like, are they just gonna keep getting away with this shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, we're seeing how corrupt and obviously corrupt they are, and they just keep doing it. Yeah. I believe he lost the next election. But it was just like, like, oh yeah, it was he the fact got that Trump it. was, like, endorsing him. Like, you would did- think at least trump would be like oh he's very clearly a pedo." okay i'm just not gonna say Mm -hmm. anything but no
1: he was just like he got away with it for way too long yeah but so Uh,
0: try to pick up kids at malls and shit like wow yeah
1: but so so the the concept is that morad has this uh (laughs) rapist or a sex offender detector (laughs) and it's it's funny because it's like you know israel comes out with a lot of technology it's Possibly believable. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so he says he's got this, like, you know, he's got this scanner beeper thing, and he says that basically men who are attracted to minors to, to children give off a really particular hormone or a particular pheromone or something. And they, they did a close up of his the face in, in their sweat and it can detect it. And so he and so he scans it over himself and it's not making any noise and then he scans it at Roy Moore and it starts a beeping. Miracle. And he plays it so he's like, Oh well obviously you're not a sex oh, offender It must be a mistake. Yeah. So it must be a mistake. Did somebody else wear your jacket or what's going on and maybe it's (laughs) fine and he calls the camera guy over and swipes him and it doesn't make a noise and he's just and it's so funny because at no point is he like looking at Roy Moore with suspicion he's just going oh well clearly there's a mistake because I know you're not a sex offender (laughs) so why is this sex offender detector beeping at you and of course Roy Moore Realizes he's being called a sex offender pretty quickly and and storms <laughs> off. That's
0: uh, what you get. <laughs> but yeah, it
1: was just it was very satisfying. No one told you to abuse kids? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, it was it was satisfying.
0: Um. Then there was the, okay. Yeah. Again, Doctor Naira with uh the uh South Carolina legislator Chip Limehouse and randomly Bone Crusher for some reason for a discussion yeah. and it, like he just made these like. It was mostly just these random assertions Kyra made about, like, yeah, like, oh, uh, you shouldn't refer to African Americans as black, that's offensive. And, it was like, it, yeah, it's these things that, like, you would think that Republicans think that, like, Right, yeah.
1: it's, it's like, he literally, because... People say black, you know. Yeah. And you know what it is? It's
0: like, oh, these liberals are too sensitive. They're so sensitive, they're getting sensitive about things that black people don't even care about. Like, it's that sort it's of a, framing.
1: Yeah. He's got this conservative legislator. You know, le- legislator and then bone crusher, and he's just kind of sitting between them, making them both uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And again, because Naira is being so obnoxious and over the top, all he's doing is saying stuff, and then these two men are just sort of like, reacting. No, that's not true, yeah. Right, yeah. they're just sort of reacting and going, like, uh, okay, no, whatever, you know. And neither of them, like, you learn absolutely nothing about either one of these men. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to is in the skits where he, where Sasha Baron Cohen's character is just being so over the top. We don't learn anything. And that was the case with the um, uh, the, the delegate and yeah, her husband. Yeah. Um, we don't really learn anything about them because he's so busy being like, I'm so weird, I'm so weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it's interesting to hear those dudes laying out their clearly uninformed ideologies that have, like, there's, like, pathos behind their arguments, but no, like, facts or anything. It's just a bunch of stuff about how, like, you know, the illegals are bad and that sort of thing. But it's just, like, it's them, like saying out loud how they feel and you can tell they didn't really think about it, but that's how they think about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's interesting to see, you know?
1: Right, and it and it's... And here's the thing. I want to be clear because I think I'm opening myself up to, you know, a bias ac- accusation. My problem with the Dr. Naira Kane character is not that, oh, it's making fun of liberals or it's making fun of left-wing people. Mm-hmm. My problem is that he's not effectively making fun mm. of liberals or left-wing people. I think, you know, like liberals and by the way like for anybody who doesn't understand this like liberals are not left-wing liberals are like left of center but mm. liberals are centrist they're not leftists hmm. um <laughs> you know and they're it's not, not joe biden he's not uh they're not <laughs> he's yeah. not trying so, to defund oh God, the police I, immediately. Saw, <laughs> I saw i saw this trump ad on youtube yes, there was it, it was saying like it was it was like just, oh my god, like what senile fuckers that, are taking that's this seriously. Like, it was like
0: that's what I always keep saying. Joe Biden is it with NT It, was, like,
1: it, it literally this? said Joe Biden and Kamala Harris with their a far left cancel culture, and it was like, none of those things are the same thing. Yeah. Biden and Harris are centrist Democrats, <laughs> the far left is something very different, yes. and cancel culture is a bunch of fucking teenagers on Twitter. Absolutely. Like, none of these things but, are But
0: <laughs> it's the equivocating that they do. This is like, well, you know, you've heard about all these things, and it's all bad, and it's stuff that you don't want, right? So, right. yeah, it's, it's all the same. It's just
1: things that scare old white guys. <laughs> <Right>? too. Um, <laughs> and, and that's what Dr. Naira feels like, is he feels like a composite of... He he is what ignorant conservatives think anybody to the left of you know George W Bush is. Yeah, and it's like, what does that achieve? It I think doesn't it plays it...
0: into it too much instead of subverting it. Well, it does. It, it yeah. doesn't
1: achieve anything. And it's like, okay, if you want to make fun of liberals, interview a liberal and get them to make themselves look silly. Mm, if you want, yeah. if you want to make you know super super woke progressives look silly interview a super woke progressive and get them to make themselves look yeah, silly they're there. <laughs> if you want if you want to get a socialist to look silly like the, there are so many ways that he if you if you wanted to like get to the left of center to left people the way you make fun of people is the, the same way that he was effectively making fun of conservatives by interviewing people like that and getting them to sort of getting them to hoist themselves by their own petard. You know? mm-hmm, for sure. And, and he, and he doesn't do that. And, and it's frustrating. Cause it's like, you know, again with Bruno sexually harassing people doesn't prove they're homophobic.
0: Exactly. And sitting
1: there talking about how you let a dolphin fuck your wife. Doesn't prove that somebody is a bigot in any way. Yeah. Either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it just seems to say like, Oh wow. These are as crazy as I thought. But it's just like, but that's, not really what some you know what i mean like, right it was
1: just like and the yeah and the and the legislator and bone crusher that, that it did nothing it, it didn't accomplish yeah it didn't accomplish anything but i will say hmm. the last uh, there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a coda with with kane in in, in uh, be- dr knight Dr. Naira. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't try to say his last yeah. name. It's not even. <laughs> with Dr. cello.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah. So with Dr. Naira, that was, I thought, pretty funny. Um, but, but the, the, basically the last full sketch is so heartbreakingly stupid. It is. So it's Murad.
0: <laughs> you do look it's so All dumb right. at the end of the sketch. So Morad
1: finds these three <laughs> Trump supporters and I think the thing that was really weird is that he's like, okay, we're going to lure and trap illegal aliens, okay? Yeah and, and he teaches them how to do it. And the thing that comes out in their initial conversation is that these guys believe... It's like, okay, so a quinceañera... Mm-hmm. Is a special birthday party for a fifteen-year-old Mexican right. girl where she "quote unquote" becomes a woman. And anyone
0: who knows <laughs> anything about Mexican people or Mexican culture, like it, uh, just a passing glance at it would know that. <laughs> well, and, and it's like,
1: well, the thing is, they knew that, but misinterpreted it. Okay, so it's just like, <laughs> all right, just like a thirteen-year-old Jewish boy is not kicked out of his parents' house and like, okay, you're a man now, son. Go make a living, right? Right. It's a rite of passage. It's not literally you are now a legal adult in American society, right? You're not literally. And for some reason, these guys have interpreted she's a woman now as therefore, so now she's going to get Fucked, and all these grown men are gonna line up to run a train on her. And and, And it's like, yeah, it was so
0: interesting to see that because it was like, as you're watching them, it's like, I know you don't know dick about (laughs) kids and yehras, but you are like clearly taking these biases that you have and allowing it to like further be like, oh yeah, well it would make sense that if they're having this big party for the fifty, yeah, and and those illegals are kind of immoral anyway, so they're probably
1: they clearly have it in their head already that Mexican men are rapists, and they're like crying, like these guys are tearing up, talking. About these girls who are all getting raped, and it's like, do you really think that a that a quinceanera is like these girls lining up to have a train run on them? Yeah, because th- it's just like, and also, I want to know like what is going on with your conception of like women that the phrase is a woman now or becomes a woman automatically means and is going to get used as a fuck sock.
0: Well, see what this is is like. Like yeah, he gets them to say that uh like Mexican culture is bad because it's promoting the rape of fifteen year olds by by because uh, they're too young to be women yet. So that yeah, Mexican culture this is wrong. Yeah, guy, this
1: guy's like tearing up and saying like they're too young for that. They're too young to be a woman. And it's like, like but again, that, do you think that like a thirteen year old Jewish boy is getting like sent out to go work in a factory? But again, like,
0: I think that <laughs> I think that exposes like the pathos of these people because their logic they have a logic which is just like oh you're saying this thing where this uh, girl is a woman now and and it's already been put in my head that i can't trust those mexicans so oh oh they're trying to get these girls to be women as young as possible oh it must be because they're trying to you know like the leaps of logic that they make because they're already assuming that mexican culture is this bad thing you know
1: right and the thing is if it weren't all coming from them being racist (laughs) it would be kind of heartbreaking that these idiots are you know making absolute asses of themselves you know trying to save girls from being raped like if it weren't just because they're complete racists it when, would be heartbreaking well, and,
0: and but, that, that is always you that is sometimes used though when it, um like how many times you see like oh uh, 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 such and such culture is treating their women bad and mm-hmm. that's why uh, we need to do something and that's why it's okay if you do that you know what I'm saying like right. that that has been used a lot their women it, are being mistreated oh, yeah, yeah. so we I have mean, to do it's, something it's
1: absolutely used against against um against Muslim culture mm-hmm. it's yeah no absolutely and what happens is he convinces them that they need to disguise themselves as Quinceanera girls and. <laughs> A um,
0: he really made them look, and stupid.
1: including including a prosthetic vagina. Yes, like they're all wearing panties with with like silicone vaginas in them,
0: and that's what's so good about it because he it's, really uses their biases to like truly it's, make them look like fools.
1: It's crazy. And then he's like and we're going to have all these drugs too because you know, Mexicans like drugs, so we're going to live them <laughs> the little with drugs. that they have upwards like
0: drugs, sex, young yeah. women. So <laughs> so basically
1: they're in this little like party tent Couple of them in drag. One of them dressed up as a pinata. Right with the cameras. With, so with like, cameras with prosthetic vaginas with stuff about fucking young girls all around. Yeah, this
0: will get those and, Mexican men in, and uh. drugs.
1: And so, of course, the police get
0: called. The police come in and they look so dumb. This old ass man who's just like, uh, uh, uh and it's like, and,
1: <laughs> and they're trying to explain why <laughs> yes. somehow. Like, there are no, they're actually being heroes here, and they, and they get yeah. And he's
0: like, Do you have a weapon on you, sir? Uh, yes, I, it's under my, uh, dress. And he pulls it up, and the fake vagina's right yeah, there. Yeah, the it's fake like, vagina's is like,
1: Falling out. of And <laughs> panties, yes. and, like the most awkward, and they're just like, like What is that? <laughs> oh, God. And it, in their own minds, they're being heroes. Right. They're being heroes. They're going to go save these girls. But it's like, the only reason they think that is because of their ridiculous racism mm. and so they get
0: but at the end of the day like you see how it's justified because no we're the good guys because we're trying mm-hmm. to save the kids you see but you know so,
1: <laughs> so basically they get played for fools and it is, it is pretty satisfying and then there's this little coda of Doctor and I were getting into a rat battle in yeah, Atlanta which is pretty
0: good like because they just roast him the whole time and then he yeah. gets like one good joke in where yeah. he like he flips it where he, you sound, it sounds like he's talking about him having a small dick but then he says like but unfortunately I do believe yours is smaller than mine. <laughs> like, yeah. the way he it is so good. And it yeah. gets everyone to laugh. So that, yeah. was, that was a good moment.
1: The next episode starts with another Murad teaching idiots how to defend against terrorists. <laughs> and in this case, it's an office. that It's like this generic cubicle farm office. Yeah, like something out of the like Matrix, it, at the beginning of the Matrix. Yeah, you know? it does. It looks like <laughs> the beginning of the Matrix. And I... I think I started like my my eyes started blurring at this point. Just
0: oh, this is one where he's like, oh yeah, you have to like the the Muslims are afraid of pork and they are afraid right. of gay men. So so he's
1: he's bringing back the you know Muslim terrorists are terrified of homosexuality. So shove gay porn at them. Um, <laughs> you're gay
0: now. And you're gay wh- now.
1: <laughs> and right, they're going. You're gay now. You're gay now. Uh, throw pork at them. And then the I think the really cringy part was he was like okay so now you have to disguise yourself as a muslim and again it's like the it's like the guy saying you have to be a chinese tourist and he goes sushi mitsubishi mm. he he provides this disguise for the guy which the guy does not question where it looks it's like a raja turban oh
0: my god it's like a, like a so bad like something out of freaking uh, uh yeah, like the blue Raja from Mystery Man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like oh, and he's got the like fucking uh he's, he's the got little the, flute where he's the, playing
1: it. The snake charmer yeah, gasket. It's like that's I'm so that a Halloween sure store. Like, it's like I'm pretty sure that's like an India stereo. Yeah, type. exactly. It's, like it's yeah. not even the right it's not even the right continent. For sure. <laughs> and,
0: and what's funny is like you know, he, he, he Iran pretends to be, you know, the terrorist. I come in, I am a terrorist. What are you? He's like, oh, I'm just a humble Muslim playing <laughs> my It's just like, yes, that would definitely fool someone who's actually a part of that culture. and would know what a fucking cheap ass Halloween costume looks like. Well, and it's
1: like it's not even it's not even a cheap offensive Middle Easterner Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah,
0: but again, what, he wouldn't fucking know that. Oh, a brown person with beard, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now this next one, the Doctor Naira one. Again, I feel like this one didn't hit as hard because it's just like, okay. Uh, what, what was it? it? Yeah, he discusses pornography with this guy named David uh, Pine, who's uh, part of the Utah Republican Assembly, and he's basically showing them this children's book, which is teaching kids about sex, but in a very gross, like, specific way of, like, oh, you know, when a woman loves three men and wants to express that love, you know, that has got, like, shit. a
1: cartoon rabbit getting bukkake. Yeah, and it's
0: just like, and well, no one would be and this.
1: And it's, um... You know, I think this one again is just a really prime example of why most of the Dr. Nyra sketches don't work because he's just being gross. And this guy, David Pine, like, he thinks yeah, that he looks
0: reasonable and like, like,
1: he's trying to ban all porn. Like, this is a guy that mm-hmm. you really could make look yeah. ridiculous, and yet you're missing the opportunity.
0: In he's fact, it like, probably radicalizes this person even more. It's like, oh, wow, look how these liberals are just trying to shove porn in kids' faces. We right. need to do something and now. And
1: he's like sitting there saying, he's like, reclaiming the, like, this is the Dr. Niagara character saying, he's reclaiming the word pedophile because pedophile just means somebody who loves children. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm a proud pedophile. Yeah, that's and, him
0: fucking with him. And
1: you're a pedophile too. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not a pedophile. But, Don't call me that.
0: Yeah, and and like, if You do try to, like, attribute my name to your book or anything like that. Right. I will sue you to the fullest extent right. of the law. And so
1: again, <laughs> this guy is behaving in a completely reasonable manner, reacting yeah. to this ridiculous gross yeah, person. Like,
0: if that guy was a pedophile like with Roy Moore, that joke makes sense but i don't know who this guy is right, he, did, what did he do
1: like right this guy this guy is a you know abstinence only education anti-porn you know prude essentially he's trying to legislate his prudery and instead of instead of like calling making that out fun of making that and that, 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 calling out the ridiculousness right, of it it's basically just making him look reasonable and yeah. confirming yeah so so that one doesn't work but then we follow up
0: with <laughs> oh we don't get what you don't if you don't get it with your left hook he, he gets you with the right
1: <laughs> Gio Manaldo. so Gio, you know the previous geo was just like oh reality stars are vapid oh. okay whatever but this one he it's uh this one was done with a hidden camera and he is uh, he's talking with a yacht broker
0: mm-hmm. and
1: talking about. Uh, he's like saying that he wants to buy a yacht for uh, for Assad, and um, and the guy doesn't blink when he's like, <laughs> okay, he's buying a, a yacht for Assad, cool, and um, and makes it very clear that he wants to uh, attack refugees and kill them, and also traffic women. Yeah, and the yacht broker is just like, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, we've got room for that. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: like, uh, could we fit the women in sideways uh, on top of each other, sort of? And it's like, (laughs) if you need the space, and it's one of those things where it's just like, it's so clear that this guy is just trying to sell something so he doesn't give a shit. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> um,
1: he's also, and this just kind of heightens everything, that his assistant is giving him a handjob <laughs> and then a blowjob yes. under a blanket the whole time. <laughs> and it's like, if that were the only thing going on, then the guy selling the yacht would have just been kind of funny that he was handling that. Would've, right, would've right. Playing it cool. But no, this guy is totally fine with human trafficking and
0: murdering refugees. And he's like, so, alright, this is where we have to go to sell this uh, yacht. Right, to. so that's, <laughs> you is, know. And
1: and that's really just showing the corruption. I mean mm. and you know, it's without getting into like QAnon territory or getting to conspiracy, there is a lot of horrible horrible behavior that wealthy people get away with. I mean, mm-hmm. look at Jeffrey Epstein. Wow, and Lord. you know, and I feel like this was really highlighting
0: like that, yeah, eye know, opening. <laughs> just to say like, oh, it's just like that. Like there's it, there's no secret handshake you have to do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no like it's just yeah. like, oh, if this just, is what we're doing, this if is you, what we're doing. You've
1: got <laughs> money. If you've got money. Yeah. yeah. So then the last character in this episode is a new one. Oh, OMG,
0: Wizboy! OMG, OMG. Wizboy! OMG, and it is such oh a perfect like God. takedown of the PewDiePie. Of, like, PewDiePie. <laughs> exactly, it's, character. it's really
1: disturbing because he's so cute. He's like really cute, and he's like he's just got red he's, dyed he's, hair. He's got a little now. like colorful streak in his hair, and he's just really excited. And he's like unboxing Shopkins—that's his thing. Yeah, I
0: just kind of don't care if the Jews are rounded he's, up. Uh, and,
1: you know? right, he's so he just seems like totally adorable at first and then uh, he's talking to Joe Arpeo, who was this ho- horrible, horrible sheriff Awful. who was running a concentration camp. Like, literally, no, literally, he himself
0: used that term. Yeah, because uh, I remember learning about again, it's like learning in real time. We're just like, wait, who the fuck is this guy? And how he's running these uh, jails where it's like sweltering heat in the middle of fucking mm-hmm. Arizona, and People just making these guys doing this backbreaking um, work infant, on purpose.
1: Yeah. Oh no, 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 it was somebody else who who infants has, have died. That was he's he. Yeah. Omg, Wizboy is. Interviewed a couple of really horrible people.
0: <laughs> he gets the worst uh, ones, yeah.
1: But uh, but you know he just seems like this really like cute like oh okay look at this little donut. Mm-hmm. Well you know Joe Arpeo sorry. And then at the very end he's like oh well, you know I have a very big gun collection for the coming race war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, it's it's a two prong thing because he's you know exposing the absolute just horrific banality of evil of Arpeo while at the same time calling attention to hey look at these cute bright colorful youtubers who are just showing toys to your kids they hmm. may be fascists yeah you need to pay attention they may be you can't just all. sit your kid on youtube and assume Ooh, they'll be fine
0: it's so sad to see yeah hate to see it yeah hate yeah, to see yeah, it yeah, yeah. um oh going back so there was one good point that um NPR guy uh, made, doctor, mm,
1: doctor, Dr.
0: Doctor Naya. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Naya. Where, okay, so he tells an insane story about how, like, yeah, I made my son... Uh, I saw my son masturbating, so I made him masturbate to, like, all the pictures on the website. It's not making realizing... fun of the
1: whole idea of, like, if you catch a kid smoking, you make him smoke a whole pack Absolutely,
0: of absolutely. And now this joke I felt, like, really hit because you saw the reaction of the guy who was like, oh, porn should all be banned. So he's like oh, well, as long as what you are doing caused him to stop the behavior, uh, you know, it's, you know, ends justify the means at the end of the day. It's like, even though it's like, this guy literally just, like, ab- sexually abused his child in a way. Like, he's looking him in the eyes while his son masturbates to every picture on a website. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah, but no, you that see ain't... how he's just like, oh, but it got him to stop masturbating. So, it's ultimately... Mm-hmm. It, it, I wouldn't do it, but if that is the method that uh, got the result, then it's okay. It's like, yeah. that's how so mm-hmm. much bullshit is justified mm-hmm. concerning these sorts of things. You know, like, that's the slippery slope down to the gay conversion camps and shit like yeah, that, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, well, ultimately, we're getting them to do, be the right way, so it's okay if we need to... Maybe. We need to uh, torture them. Exactly. Them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um. Oh.
0: So that's <laughs> this uh, some heavy shit. Let's talk about every problem in the world. <laughs> so,
1: uh yeah, so that's uh, almost that's a little over half of the it's a it's a short series. We've it, Yeah, we've there's only seven episodes. Seven episodes. So the, the fifth one starts with um Rick Sherman uh trying to become a uh, an EDM dj and you know it's kind of similar to the art world one except instead of like you know making fun of the elitist art world it's just making fun of trashy nightclub people
0: yeah yeah and i did love that one point where he says like uh there's a stabbing that i recorded but don't worry it wasn't me and then like the it smashed his cuts to you hearing like the song playing we're like Ugh, uh, oh, people getting stabbed and you hear sorry mate i gotta stab you it's for a song yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. that was good Um,
1: (laughs) so then we get another Billy Wayne Ruddick Jr. This one, I think really, really, uh, works well because he is talking to a, the, um, Trump's former campaign manager, uh, Corey Lewandowski. Um, and that guy is a mess. Is that
0: the dude who was just like, oh, you know, uh, Trump, you know, he doesn't flaunt his wealth. Uh, and it was just like, what? What world are you living in? He literally has a gold toilet. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He's got money, but, you know, he doesn't act like he's rich. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What delusional... Like, you know, like, what? How, how ignorant do you have to be of the guy that you're voting for where you can feel that you can say that, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that, that like, that guy is a mess, and even though, like, he doesn't engage with Ruddick in the conspiracy theories, but it's like he pokes him into exposing his own just absolute hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. We've got a geo sketch that's another just photo shoot with, Yeah, it was with,
0: with uh, Mabad uh, Ma- Magadam who who I know from a he did he's one of the people that was responsible for rap genius. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, yeah, and, and I believe he got kicked out for being kind of a douchebag. Yeah, so. and it,
1: and it's basically look at these douchebag entrepreneurs and,
0: acting like they're good people.
1: And, right. And I mean it's you just, know. it's the exact same concept <laughs> yeah. as the reality show, The Bachelor Girl. Um, so, you know, it's kind of whatever. It's like, okay, douches being douches. Um, but then we get another OMG, WizBoy OMG, hmm. uh, who is... He's got another horrible sheriff, David Clark, who, this is the one, this guy has had infants die under his, uh, you oh know, in, in custody. Um, he's He is a monster. Um, I think this was... I think he also was the one who you'd see him... Um, with all these like medals pinned on his chest, like he was trying to look like a really decorated veteran, wow. but it's just like a bunch of bullshit that wow. he pinned to his chest if i'm remembering correctly. And in this one we get a little bit more OMG Wizboy lore because we find out that uh through, you know, just hints that he molested and murdered his sister and <laughs> it's it's a weird sort of double pronged attack where he is exposing this horrible horrible sheriff but also at the same time uh hey hey parents um you know that really like cute fun youtuber uh, might be a pedo, and maybe you shouldn't trust a 30 something who's trying to act like a child.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I think it was like Onision or something like that, who was actually like. Onision, like a oh, Onision is. Shit.
1: Onision is a fucking monster. Yeah. And that other guy that, like. Really, but you know,
0: teens watch Kids in the young teens watch YouTube. That fucking
1: you know? guy, like. Shane Dawson. Shane. Shane. That's who it was. Shane Dawson. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Shane yep. Dawson's a straight up pedo. Mm-hmm. As well as a hard R racist. Yeah. Um, but.
0: And such a fucking grifter. I know that's, like, the lighter thing compared to everything. I should have said the grifter thing first, because that's how we knew him as, a grifter. So YouTube
1: is, you know, and, and like, it's weird. Like, YouTube is a really dangerous place where kids are concerned,
0: and... Well, it's like, in what, like, you know, off off the rip, when you're just thinking, like, it's this huge place where anyone could upload anything.
1: And the thing is, like, (laughs) the dangerous thing, because it's interesting because um, with... Well, not interesting, it's horrifying, because hmm. with, with pedophiles, you know, a lot of people are worried about child porn, and, you know, child porn is worth worrying about, but the thing is, not all child porn looks over, it's not something that would get flagged on a site. Right, it's not all is,
0: just naked, completely right, naked, Right, you have yeah. pedophiles
1: who will be aroused by stuff that, like toddlers and tiaras is child porn i
0: and swear I, like and, i remember looking at them and being like and I, I don't think we should be airing this and, on tv right and this
1: is like <laughs> one of these things that just sort of like popped up as a random suggestion and i started looking at this video and it was like a compilation that somebody had made of this one kid on toddlers and tiaras and it was like played over some song that was like i think it might have been like a johnny uh, cash video or uh, something
0: like the fucking genuine's pony or some shit you know some uh, completely inappropriate no, shit no <laughs> it was like it was like
1: creepier than that it was like oh it was the elvis song you're the devil in disguise yeah. and it it was like and I watched it for a second. And I was like, oh, my God, this video was made by somebody who was obsessed with this child. And it was really fucking creepy. Um, so, yeah. So, parents, please, for the love of God, don't just set your small Stop children loose lady. on YouTube. <laughs> like, like, I am not going to be, like, above it. Like, I will set my kid and let him watch Netflix cartoons yeah, like Netflix, I will go right? I will go on like the kids Netflix and there's some bad shit on Netflix and I should pay more attention than I do and I try to at least pay someone attention but for the love of god don't set your kids YouTube. on YouTube because literally
0: anybody can upload something YouTube is the wild wild west <laughs> like you can't don't fuck around yeah uh <clears throat> Oh, especially oh well. I mean, before we even get to like direct porn, like remember all those fucking Elsa Gate videos and shit, where it's just like shit, where you're just like, what the fuck where is this? What like, is this showing my child? Like right. oh, Elsa gets pregnant and then has to get an abortion or something like that. we just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah,
1: yeah, like, and there's there were some things that were really random. Uh, CGI cartoons mm-hmm. with like weird keywords. Like dancing,
0: uh, yeah, and, Spider-Man, right. and next to Joker.
1: those which were like bad for kids because they would just fucking melt kids' brains yeah. were literally randomly generated. Like you could get- I think it was like
0: made in India. Like, right, there was it was some... like these yeah. mills
1: in India and you could literally just like there are these programs where you can literally just randomly generate a CGI cartoon um, and that's what those were but there were ones that were like made with live human actors and effort mm-hmm. was put in that were clearly fetish and videos. I believe
0: Shane Dawson was one of those people because I remember I remember there being something about like he was a grifter that was doing some other type of video that was really popular. Then that stopped being popular because the monetization for those type of videos like well, went down had... or something like that. Like it's like if you made like a really long ten minute video, so he makes like these really long ten minute videos. Then that stopped being like mm-hmm. what what got the money. And the news is like as soon as uh, these Elsa. Not Elsagate, but because uh, that was the CGI. But specifically, these wearing costumes and walking mm-hmm. around and being all silly. As soon as that got big, like all of a sudden and his he tail had switched a to puppet.
1: That. I didn't even know about. I never paid attention to him, so I didn't know about any of this until after it came out. Um, he had this puppet that was the character of the puppet was literally supposed to be like an eight year old girl, mm-hmm. um, and he would you know be like inappropriately sexual with this puppet. I mean, really fucking creepy stuff. Uh, He's so anyway, OMG, Whizboy, <laughs> a, a weird, disturbing character, and very effective. Uh, and then the last sketch in that episode is another Aran Morad. It's it's not one of the stronger ones. It's not weak exactly. It's just okay. Another getting an idiot to be really violent and crazy. In the, yeah, in I did movie. enjoy.
0: Yeah, I did enjoy the <laughs> with the guy putting the scrap on dildo in his mouth. Yeah, was like, <laughs> he
1: was like, he was like. You know, if someone attacks you, you may have to defend yourself by by biting him and don't let go. And so, like, <laughs> he basically makes the guy bite a strap on that he's wearing
0: and... <laughs> while he's walking around and just like yeah. him!
1: Him! the next one starts with uh, Billy Wayne Ruddick's. Truthbrary again.
0: I couldn't remember the Jill Stein as but I do remember the Howard Dean specifically because, well, I also remember like initially I remember learning about Howard Dean that like his career got ruined just because he, he like, went, yeah, but just like apparently like at the actual uh, uh the actual rally, like they didn't really hear that it was specifically it being recorded and broadcast on the internet. Yeah, which is like, wow, doesn't that look ridiculous? I when he did that? I mean,
1: God, like literally, like isn't doesn't that just make your heart break? Oh man, Howard Dean. Howard Dean dropped got got forced out of the presidential race cuz he went wah when he was excited and, it and fucking Trump was like doing the like oh, like
0: the the bringing ra- the bringing uh, uh, rapists, rapist the bringing and,
1: and 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 like making a like the actually the gesture oh yes making making fun of that disabled journalist that actually is in we haven't talked about the intro at all Yeah
0: so the intro
1: <laughs> the intro Features a really cool song that apparently the artist who did it, like. Isn't he his brother? No, it's not his... No, it's a Native American...
0: Oh, because I thought the last name was Cohen or something. Like, that's So I was like, oh... Well, man, his your brother, brother
1: is involved, and his brother is a musician and does the music. But no, the theme song... Oh, okay. Like, the actual... The theme song is by a Native American musician, and he knew, obviously, that it was being used because they paid him for the the rights, Well, but, that
0: brings this shit so much he, deeper now.
1: <laughs> but he thought that it was just going to get, like, used in some scene or something and then didn't know it was going to be the theme music, that's and it's... That's
0: cool. It's really cool. It starts off with a, a like a JFK quote, right? You
1: have JFK saying, you know, ask not what you can do, for, ask not what your country can do for you, and then yeah, great brother, presidential My, my, my really, te- and then Reagan saying, Mister Gorbachev, tear down that wall, and then Trump going, uh, yeah. I don't know what I said, uh, right? And and doing the like, wrist oh, thing, and it was, and just oh. horribly offensive. And it's like, how the fuck was that not the end of him? Yeah. And it's it's really weird thinking about what a different time we're in now because even in you know you think back to the last few presidential elections before two thousand sixteen uh certainly in two thousand eight
0: yeah. um, if you don't have a certain decorum you're out like
1: right like just how I mean it was almost like Victorian England like how how rigid of a of of just this sense of like you you take one wrong move and and you're out and then, Everything that Trump got away with. It was just just it's
0: yeah, also there's the idea that like I mean Trump's base is the type of people who don't care about making I mean, and of that a, was the thing. Like that's yeah. what
1: Trump and, and this is what kills me, and I feel like it hopefully there's a lesson there, although I don't think we learned that lesson. I mean it's like oi, okay, this is the whole thing. Look, <laughs> I voted for Biden. Please, for the love of God, vote for Biden. We need to vote for Biden. We need Please. to fucking get Trump out of office. I voted Holy for Biden. Shit. But the fact that Bernie specifically got forced out. I know we in Maryland didn't even get a chance to oh. vote in the primaries Ooh. because it had been decided by the time we got to vote.
0: I think it was like South Carolina had got a sweeping victory. It's like, right. oh, we don't ask any questions Right. Like, and,
1: and this bullshit, this bullshit of, A, the way the primaries are handled, where they're dragged out for months and months and months so that a few states basically get to determine shit. Mm. Um you know and the the fact that the DNC can basically make sure that whoever they want and that they're going to pick the quote unquote safe centrist candidate right it's so frustrating because it's like why was trump successful because trump came, care. because trump came in and said i'm going to give you straight talk i'm going to be real i'm going to drain the swamp yeah. i'm not going to play politics now he was full of bullshit absolutely but you know but the thing is like even the fact that You know, it wasn't all conservatives. There were like, you know, libertarian bros.
0: You you hear about the like. There's a section of the people who voted for Obama who voted for Trump and Bernie.
1: You know, and people who were like, "Oh, Bernie can't get it." Well, I'm going to vote for Trump. And you know, and the thing, the thing is, we should have looked at Trump and not and taken the lesson of a. You
0: can be out about what you really want to do, right?
1: We (laughs) should have taken the lesson of. A, there's a lot of fucking racists in this country, I, and they need to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. And and B, people are excited by somebody who is different. Absolutely, and trying to play that safe middle ground is not what fucking wins elections. It doesn't
0: work anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: and howard dean shouldn't have gotten fucking forced out of the race because he went Wah!
0: Yeah, because it's like i remember looking at his podcast like oh this guy's pretty right and like, he got excited
1: and made a funny noise for a second like for the love of god but anyway so and, and i
0: and i did not like this like okay so on top of the <laughs> fact that like yeah going into it i was like hey wasn't that that guy that wasn't that bad and then the whole skit was just about how like Hillary really has a dick, though, right? And it was just like...
1: It was a wasted... Well, it reminded me of the Alan Keyes interview in... Was it Borat that interviewed Alan Keyes?
0: What was it about? What did it, he say?
1: I, it was about almost nothing, because I just remember Alan Keyes just sitting there looking confused and not saying anything. He was
0: like, uh, I, I was at New York, and I talked to a lot of men who have a party with me, and they took off right, my clothes." Right, and he's right. like, I think you had gay yeah, sex. Yeah, it,
1: and, it, and it reminded me of that, because it was like what is like with Jill Stein he was talking about climate change and she's a scientist and she was able to speak to that and, and that was actually a, a useful because you're giving a platform to somebody who is an expert in a particular subject and, and letting her talk on that right but with Dean it was like what's the point of this why why did that need to be Howard Dean that could have been a fucking can of soup that yeah. you sat there and said Hillary's got a dick like what's yeah,
0: the point point? and the whole time he's just sitting there awkward like I, I'm not gonna do this man like right
1: <laughs> it's just you know it was just a waste of it it was a waste of a subject okay and then there was an iran murad that was like he he was doing another silly like here's how to protect yourself skit with a reality star and her husband it It was like
0: oh now i remember because i think like the husband was like sort of cocked quote-unquote like he was like oh yeah because he was just like cool with everything he was just like oh yeah if you want to have sex with my wife or something like that like (laughs) that that
1: one was kind of pointless i i didn't i was not into the sketches in general that were making fun of like vapid celebrities because it's like You know what? It's 2020. There is so much shit going down (laughs) right now. Yeah, there's more important concerns. I don't care if there's some model who's stupid and makes more (laughs) money than she deserves. I don't fucking care. (laughs) There's so much more important things. So, you know, that was whatever. Um, Then there was the absolute worst Dr. Naira sketch that was the epitome of every fucking thing that was wrong with that character. He decides oh yeah yeah this was where he quote-unquote gave birth i could barely pay attention out of his ass and it was like so he's he's at a a spiritual center and he basically is talking to this person who's like a birth coach um i guess he has his own doula that turns out to be his Cleaning lady, and it was kind of I like think she's
0: on, she was in on the joke. On, uh, in oh yeah, bit, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, no, yeah, She yeah. was
1: clearly an actress, but he like, and there was a little bit of a like a joke of like this super super woke guy, and then he's like yelling at his uh, his Latina cleaning lady and threatening to have her deported. And, yeah, yeah, that, that's you know, how
0: Doctor Nairu was acting.
1: Right, yeah. but you know, but I guess the point here was to make fun of these woo woo spiritual healer people. But it was just so distracting that we're seeing him with a baby doll shoved up his asshole and you literally see it. You literally...
0: I he, think I looked away. <laughs> no. I was like, I didn't need to know if it was there.
1: You literally see he lies down. He comes in on a walker because he's got a baby doll in his ass and the whole thing is that he like got his wife pregnant and he's got all this male guilt that yeah, he did yeah. this horrible thing of getting his wife pregnant and so he's going to make up for it. And basically the idea is taking the sympathy belly one step further yeah, by actually yeah. quite uncle giving birth and he and he gets up with his feet in stirrups and he's literally got a baby doll shoved into his ass and he makes this poor cleaning lady who he refers to as his doula pull the baby doll yeah, and, out of his ass and asks
0: the guy to like hold onto his arms while she pulls and
1: it's just it's disgusting and it's distracting and it's like if the point was to make fun of this healing center like oh look they're taking this shit seriously it it's just it's just no it just doesn't yeah. and I don't think
0: he did either like he, like that guy didn't take it seriously like he was a, I think he, like it's you know just what like I mean? no
1: he's just taking your money yeah. and it's also kind of frustrating because I think there is something to be said for the idea of you know cis straight guys who think they're being woke by making it all about them and instead of like like here's the thing. If you're a dude and you got your wife pregnant and she's pregnant, you can help her by, like, picking stuff up off the floor for her, (laughs) asking her what she needs, rubbing her back. Like, there's things you can do to actually make things easier for her. Ru- wearing like a, materially do wearing something. a fake pair of tits in a pregnancy belly around does not actually do anything useful for your wife it's just making you feel saintly so like there is something to be said for that kind of like faux feminist bro narcissism Mm-mm. And yet this sketch doesn't actually do anything to address that because it's just being disgusting. And the only thing anybody's going to remember from that is, oh my god, he had a baby doll shoved in his asshole. We've got another, we 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 get two Ruddicks in this. He talks to Dr. Francis Collins, who's the uh, NIH director, uh, and, and saying that chemicals in agriculture are turning people trans. Um, and and that one's that one's pretty funny. It's like basically an extension of the frogs are ter- you know the chemicals are turning the frogs gay, saying that a major disease causing a devastating epidemic is a hoax, and saying that the chemicals in the food are causing people to be queer rather than just queer people having always existed. Um, both of these things are like actual conspiracy theories right. that get passed around and so that was that was really refreshing that he was you know bringing it to
0: but it's the sideways way he messes with it, where he's like i'm not directly relating to the thing but you get the idea right right and and
1: and sort of like exposing how ridiculous that is so that was that was pretty effective and then we get the the
0: food critic uh,
1: thing yeah a food critic one which i'm kind of of two minds about it because on the one hand like i was saying about the reality tv stars You know, snotty, pretentious food critics are not exactly the biggest
0: societal ill we have to work about. True.
1: At the same time, it was really fucking funny.
0: (laughs) Yes. To see him going like, like, okay, so yeah, it's the, um...
1: It's a a fancy Reddit restaurant critic, and Rick Sherman, the the ex-con, is now, now his ambition is to be a a five-star chef, Mm -hmm. and he, um... And he features this like, it, and he serves this critic this like super pretentious tasting menu where he's explaining everything, and it's all, of course, dishes inspired by his time in prison. Yeah,
0: the first one is like a a, a bean and a slice of a cracker or something yeah, like right. that. It's like this is like what we had in lockup, you know. So this is and, what uh, I'm serving you. <laughs> and, and it
1: is just, and it gets more and more uh, disgusting until it culminates oh in uh in uh, he's telling this story he's like serves the guy meat
0: yeah and he's
1: and and he's telling this story and and i think it's it's great because he doesn't like get the guy to eat the meat and then tell him the story he tells him the story first about basically a big long roundabout story about how he ended up eating human flesh and decided it was delicious and he sourced human flesh from a uh, a volunteer a, a, who's clearly you know quote unquote volunteer who's clearly somebody being horrifically exploited and in didn't a, have a choice in a, yeah. in a very poor country. Um,
0: I believe, it was, yeah, a, a Chinese dissident. It was yeah, specifically that. It was. it was like, yeah, because, oh, this is what it was. No, he did tell him. He told him that this is the flesh of a Chinese dissident, and we and he told him all the, like, the spices and stuff like that, but, like, said, like, made it clear, because I specifically remember having a visceral reaction when yeah. he takes the bite, right. I was like, is he, he actually did he it! He
1: says, <laughs> this, is, this is human flesh of a person who was exploited and murdered, and... Um, and this guy, then having heard this, so, looks at the meat and takes a bite and says it's delicious. It's amazing. Now, obviously this was not really human flesh. And I would imagine the guy probably did not believe it was really human but, flesh. But he paused. But it's still... <laughs> it's still... Even though I'm sure that that guy... I, I would like to think he did not actually believe he was eating human flesh. He, it was probably lamb or something. He probably recognized it. But that was disturbing just,
0: yeah just the fact of like i told you this information and you're still like you think there would just be like a Okay, I can't eat this. Uh, you know what I mean. But oh, um, and then afterwards, he 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 stabs the knife in and it twists it by just going like, "Oh, if you enjoyed it, I want you to say to the camera, to the person's uh, family, that you really enjoyed, uh, yes. you know, his service." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I and, was it, like, and, it's,
1: and I think that that um, you know, it's it's not just making fun of the restaurant industry or the food critic, you know, pretentious the pretentious food industry in general, but but also that idea of um you know somebody being able to so clearly exploit somebody in the worst possible way and yet still tell themselves that they're not doing anything wrong yeah
0: or if it's like oh if this is part of the status quo and it is unquestioned okay we go along with yeah. it you know <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah um oh my goodness i love this uh mid credit sequence with oh, omg whiz omg uh, talking about gun control with uh, uh, what was it, governor of uh, governor of I Arizona, Jen Brewer. I think
1: I missed this. I don't think I. I, I don't think I saw
0: this. But... So the way the, the way this would get, because I wrote this down. Uh, he's talking. You know, he's saying all these things that are slowly edging into. You know, basically, she is this. You know, guns rights advocate. She's like, oh, guns should be legal in all types of forms, and um, and. There's one point where, like, you know, of course he's coaxing her into saying certain things. Like, well, you know, like, uh, I, I'm a shop kid and I would like to have a machine gun, but I have the, the mentality of a three-year-old. And she goes like, well, okay, well, maybe you should, like, if you're, if you're like, a three-year-old, it's like, no, 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 it oh, like no, I'm I, I, I just want to cleanse certain people. Right. From the, yeah. I did
1: see that. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: he, so oh. and... and there's a point where it sounds like she's about to say something reasonable, but then she flips. She goes, like, well, certain machine guns are off the table, but but they shouldn't be. Like, it's like sh- there was a second where it's like, I realize I have to say the logical thing. But, but, but uh, my, my handlers and the people who are in charge of paying my paychecks, I, I, I have to make sure that it's... It, no, I'm not saying the guns should be bad, but, uh, you know, there is, a, you know, those liberals out there want to take it away, you know. Yeah. And But, yeah, the line is he goes, like, uh, I just want to ethnically cleanse all the limited edition Shopkins. And he goes, and she goes, wow, uh, well, you're crazy. And then with the shotgun, he goes, but can I still buy a machine gun, please? And he says, and she says, yes, you can. And he goes, hooray. And it's like, oh, my Fucking God. Yeah. like that so hit it right there. Yeah. where' is like, well, uh, I mean, you probably shouldn't because there's every reason why you probably shouldn't be allow access to this high powered rifle. But because my political alliance already right. says she, I have to go with this, then right. yeah. she
1: can't, she can't go, <laughs> can't go that against that their now.
0: programming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my goodness,
1: yeah. So the, the last episode only has three segments, but it is a doozy. It's it is heavy. a So, uh, and the first one, it eases you in where uh, it's Billy Wayne Ruddock uh, talking about... the basically coming up with like really crazy uh conspiracy theories trying to claim that the Donald Trump grabber by the pussy tape Yeah, uh, oh
0: it was locker room talk.
1: Yeah, the, but, all those fucking no, excuses. No, not even lock no, he's literally saying like he edits in a bunch of stuff where he's claiming that Donald oh, Trump no, was like advising somebody to buy a cat to uh, deal with a mouse problem. Yeah. Like he's literally claiming that he wasn't even talking about vaginas at all.
0: Yeah, it was like, how did he edit it? He was he was saying like uh, I would like to buy uh, a cat. Uh, I was like, grab him. Oh, uh, do you really think I should get the cat? Buy the pussy. Yeah, <laughs> it was like something ridiculous yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, no.
1: um, <laughs> It's it's the like most just wow, you really believe that? And yet you see people who just like look at very obviously Photoshop shit and very so. And then and then he brings up pizza gate, pizza gate, and basically um, basically torments this congressman until he walks yeah. out
0: but the one with Eran Marad.
1: right Ooh. so the Eran Marad segment he's got <gasps> oh my god this was like the um this
0: the
1: this time. was this was it, it was almost uh similar to the Quinceanera one mm-hmm. but he he's got these three conservative men, and he's telling them they're gonna infiltrate Antifa.
0: Antifa infiltrate Antifa, Antifa. and
1: it and it, it starts out really, um, really stupid at yes. first. Where he's saying, "Well, liberal men really love the show Girls, so if you want to infiltrate, you have to be able to talk about girls." And yes. So he, what was your favorite episode?
0: Uh, episode so he, t- season two, episode he, five.
1: Yeah, he quizzes them on like he describes an episode of Girls, and and it's like drilling. Them like, yeah, a, they have to remember like, it or like else category, they'll like, be what's called it? out for not and being liberals. Like, oh, yeah, um, season two, episode six. I really like that one. That's when Marnie meet, meets her neighbor, and it's like <laughs> it's so unnatural and just ridiculous. Um, and so that's just kind of silly. And there's, um,
0: oh, there's a part where they have to uh, uh insult Donald Trump to mm, prove that they're liberals. <laughs> that's a pretty good that scene. one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah they,
1: and they have like a big, um, they have like a big, like, a. Uh,
0: like um, orgy, basically? But,
1: no, well what's it what's it called? Uh, an effigy. They have an effigy of Trump and they're oh, um, and they're like kicking him in the balls. And the <laughs> one guy's like pretending to fuck him, like really yes! like bending over the Trump and be like, Oh, you like me fucking you Trump, you like me dick and you yes! butt. And um and the one guy it was weird because like one of the guys was yelling at Trump and And saying things that are like, wait, so you understand what's wrong with him. Right. It was weird, because it wasn't like he... It's one of those
0: things where it's like, this is what the liberals think, but it's not that big of a deal. Like, that's how they justify that shit, you know?
1: Yeah, like, he was just like... I don't even remember. He was just like, "Where's your tax return? Like you don't pay taxes, and like you're <laughs> oh, you you do not pay like, taxes, and you what? Oh, you like you like you, you you like sexually harassing women or whatever." It was just like, <laughs> like um, it was stuff that was like, "Wait, but you you uh, like he wasn't but you as like gradual. him
0: though? Yeah, <laughs> was,
1: yeah. So that was weird. Um, and, and then he ends up picking one of the men, yes, taking him to uh, a, a woman's uh, the women's march, woman's march in San Francisco, um, and I- he, oh my God. And he tells the guy and and this is like, OK, he tells the guy that the liberals have a plan to develop diapers that turn babies trans by mm. exposing them to hormones. Yeah. And it's like, OK, and I just got to there's so many reasons this is the stupidest fucking thing. And the fact that this guy believed it, it's like, first of all, first of all. What I don't understand about some of these people is that they cannot understand the difference between progressives being okay with people who are different and wanting everyone to be that thing. It's like mm. progressives are okay with gay and trans people existing and yet somehow that turns they just into want to they, want to be gay. they want everybody to be <laughs> gay and or trans and it's like I, it's like this weird thing where they they seem to not be able to understand the concept of her- heterogeneity. Like, they they don't seem to understand the concept that some people are okay with people being different from each other. <laughs> right? It's like, right. if you're okay with Muslims being in America, you must want Muslims to take over an institute yeah, Sharia, even, law. Sharia law. The,
0: yeah. If you
1: are okay with gay people existing, you must want everybody to be gay. It's like... Because, and I think it's projecting because it's like, if you're somebody who wants a completely homogenous society Uh, that is entirely white, straight, and, you know, white, straight, Christian, Protestant, you know, Mm -hmm. and and completely homogenous... It's like they can't wrap their heads around the idea of a pluralistic society. They can't wrap their heads... the idea
0: that someone else would not... If they are the opposite of me, they must want the opposite of what I want. Right. (laughs) It's like
1: they can't understand the idea of, I'm okay with trans people existing. That doesn't mean I want everyone to be trans.
0: Yeah. But specifically in the sense of, like, if in my mentality, like, me winning the game is everyone joining my team... In their mentality, them winning the game must be everyone joining their team, you know. Right, because
1: it's like, if you think about it logically for a split second, like, what possible reason could anybody have (laughs) to want a bunch of, to want to make more trans people? Because, like, speaking as a trans person, I don't want there to be too many of us we will fucking run out of
0: hormones. <laughs> 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 oh, you suck, I don't want to offer me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like,
1: there is, like, no, but, like, literally trans people, not all trans people, mm. but a lot of trans people require medical resources, mm. so the idea that we'd want everybody to be trans, like, no, that, no. No, I get what you're saying, yeah. just from a very basic um, standpoint. But And, and also like and the thing is like the the i thought he was very clever to bring in the diaper babies thing because um here's <clears> an <throat> argument that i have conservatives who are transphobic and are freaking out about transgender children
0: it's uh, always that right it always goes to it's like it's always
1: a, okay for anybody who doesn't know this and i feel like i've said this on this show before um transgender children do not get any kind of medical transition because children don't have secondary sex characteristics yeah. prepubescent <laughs> prepubescent children boys and girls are identical except for their genitals prepubescent boys and girls do not have any differences other than their genitals so a prepubescent trans girl or a prepubescent trans boy doesn't need to do anything to look like the gender they want to look like other than get a haircut and wear the right clothes or grow their hair out and wear the right clothes. And so the idea... And, like, you're not going to perform genital surgery on children for all kinds of reasons, mostly just physical, for nothing else.
0: But that's always what they jump to,
1: Oh, the liberals
0: want to cut our kids' dicks off! Right. And, (laughs) and like,
1: or even just assuming that they're giving eight-year-old children hormones. It's like, okay... An eight-year-old cis girl is not full of estrogen. That's what puberty is. <laughs> so why would you give an eight-year-old trans girl estrogen? It just doesn't fucking make sense. And yet you have people who hear trans kids and assume it means giving an eight-year-old hormone injections. Mm. So, um, by I would think that everybody understands that nobody is giving a baby hormones. Nobody is putting secondary sex characteristics mm. on a baby. So... By bringing up that logical extreme of, like, come on, isn't this guy an idiot for thinking somebody would give a baby hormones? Mm. You're also stupid for thinking somebody would give a 10-year-old hormones, (laughs) right? Um, So that was—so basically, um, he tells this guy, the liberals— are putting hormones yeah, in diapers going too far this time. to turn babies trans <laughs> and we have to stop them and we're gonna go to the women's march in San Francisco to stop them. They pretend to be a lesbian couple. <laughs> I gotta say they actually make a super cute lesbian <laughs> couple. Like they actually <laughs> they actually look like a very believable pair of <laughs> middle aged lesbians yeah, and and they're the
0: fucking point it, adorable. Yeah, and the funny thing is like you know, he's trying to get him to like go along with us so, like, you know, hold my hand and let's talk and the conversation Uh, with these people is just like it looks like he's actually just kind of having a good time but amidst it they're doing you know their plot to uh what was it they um they're going around
1: trying to put tags on people yeah tracking
0: devices yeah
1: tracking devices oh god yeah like the guy like brings up girls at one point randomly and the person that he's talking to is clearly just like (laughs) okay and then it's like you know and and um they're trying to put tracking devices on people, which I'm sure are just, like, stickers or yeah.
0: something. And, and this is what, like, This fucking, is where it gets disturbing. Yeah, it fucking blew my top. So, um, it ends... Basically, like, the way the skit goes is, like, because he talks to him at one point where he's saying, like, yeah, the uh, the liberals are trying to, you know, allow, you know, the Muslims to get in to kill, uh, to kill uh, Americans, so we have to... You know, protect the country by <clears throat> killing them <laughs> it's like it's it's so like just shows how you radicalize people to make it okay that when we kill someone it's okay, you know what I mean um but the uh, so basically yeah he he plans uh these tracking devices on people. Uh, he basically has him press the button on the tablet, which kills one of the people that they targeted. And in the background, you hear, like, like as he presses the button, you hear a bunch of people go, like, whoa! And I was just, like... And they never walk over to see what it is. They just kind of, like, walk away. But, like, I assume, like, they probably, you know, did something to make a big noise where people, like, reacted to it. But just the fact that it was set up in this way where that person realistically believed oh, shit, I pressed a button, and something did just happen. He believed
1: he killed somebody and was okay with it. Yeah,
0: well, well, like, uh, he was walking for, like, there was that moment where he was like, this was the good thing to do, Mm -hmm. and then, like, he says right before the gun, he says, like, I I think I'm going to be sick. (laughs) Like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah, because he wasn't, he's not a sociopath. He's not, like, unmoved, but he convinces himself to be okay with it.
0: Yeah, and this is what I think is, like, it, it, aren't there like experiments about this where it's just like if you have a guy in a lab coat telling you that this is the right thing to do, yeah. do now, it. Yeah, you now I
1: will say the Milgram experiments had some serious problems in their methodology. So, but, um, but my, my point, <laughs> like my but point yeah, being is that like... But yeah, is but, is but there like, are people who are very easily swayed. But, by
0: and, and I would actually say like the reason why I think this uh, works in this specific context in relation to what it is because that was a relatively neutral thing There's like bringing people into it but with this it's like you already have a pre uh, pre-built in ideology that says these people are bad and we need to do whatever we can to stop these people mm-hmm. and then someone's saying oh, oh all I have to do is do this to stop these people and, and I'm on the right side and like, okay, well, I'll do that thing because that means the good, get, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like he, he it's not like Sasha Baron Cohen said, did you know that trans people are bad? And da, da. No, like, you already have these preconceived ideologies that allow you to dehumanize people. And when mm-hmm. you do that, it allows you to do fucked up shit. And now afterwards, of course, he's a human being like all of us. So he was like, oh, shit, I killed right, somebody. Right. You know, and that kind of comes up. But it's like. God damn it, you need to have that realization before you kill somebody, <laughs> you right. know? Like... I mean,
1: yeah, thank God he didn't actually. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: but and... the fact that he was able to be pushed into that, like, if this were another scenario where he was talking to somebody else that wasn't having a reality show, that happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
1: And and there's sort of a, there's a little bit that really has more to do with, I think, because it's the last episode, they're sort of wrapping up uh, Iran Morad's story arc where they have him sort of, like, uh, unintentionally fall in love with his pretend girlfriend <laughs> and try to get him to move back to Israel with him. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was kind of it was kind of sweet. It was kind of weirdly sweet. Um, um. And and that's the end of the episode proper. Right. That's the end of the meal but then we
0: have a little uh, a little <laughs> after dinner mint. Ooh, a, a, a
1: little a little post dinner cocktail that we get.
0: <laughs> when when your boy O.J. arrives uh, for him to do an interview. And
1: this, is, this is Gio. This is Gio Manaldo. Oh your my. B. More.
0: It was so good. Because, like, the whole time he's, like, he setting it up, you know, like a normal energy interview. And then, like, Gio brings up, like, oh, yes, I hate my wife. And, you know. Now, I, I, now
1: this, was, this was hidden camera. So, OJ did not know he was on oh, camera. Oh, okay. He was, was trying. He was really, like, he wasn't just fucking with him. He was literally trying to get OJ to ah! confess on a tape. Because. Um, Goddamn. Yeah, because the camera—it was a hidden camera—and yeah, because if you notice, like the yeah, he wasn't the,
0: like looking. Yeah, and yeah. OJ,
1: like I, he never really quite cracked, but he was. Well, it's one
0: of those things where he's like, hey, please stop talking. About oh yeah. Was,
1: basically, it's just geo torturing OJ's. Yes, insane. and
0: fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> and, did you ever hear the thing that was like it actually like? Uh, there's evidence to suggest he didn't kill him; it was his son that killed him, and he like basically made it so that no one would find out specific mm-hmm. evidence for that. So it's like, even if you didn't kill him, you still ate it in a bed yeah. of the crime. And, like. it's,
1: and it really sucks because the trial was so mishandled. Yes, and then you I remember that, learning about and, that. And you had that fucking cop. The Mark Furman the, motherfucker. The fucking cops. <laughs> you had this fucking Nazi racist cop who mishandled evidence. Yeah. And because of that, <laughs> because yeah. of the fucking racist
0: LAPD, literally. That, that's the lesson we take away from this, right? Like, if y'all cops weren't so motherfucking racist, we could solve some crimes, actually, couldn't we? Right? <laughs> yeah, and like,
1: you know. And I will say, just sort of, so taking the series as a whole, you know, we've got seven quick little episodes. They're each like, you know, about half an hour, um, a little less than half an hour. You know, we've we've got all this really heavy political stuff, and then we have one shitty person getting fucked with. And in mm-hmm. OJ Simpson, it's like he's even. He's not like a politician who's fucking over millions of people. He's just a shitty person who probably killed a couple of people. And and
0: manipulated the law to get away with it. Right.
1: You know, so he's he's a shitty person, but he's not somebody who's like fucking up the country on a grand scale. So it's like a nice little dessert where it's like, okay, now I can relax a little bit because I'm just watching a shitty person get fucked with and I'm not thinking about everything that's wrong with (laughs) the wider
0: implications of the country.
1: (laughs) Unless you do stop and like, really take a step back and go, oh, yeah, it's because we've got Nazi cops that is why
0: he got away oh, with it. Oh, the, oh, yeah, the you know. white supremacist <laughs> infiltrated the, uh, the, the police and yeah. no
1: one's telling them about yeah. it. But in the moment, it's just kind of like, okay. So... Whew, so that was a lot. Yeah, you know? just,
0: I really do feel like we just had like a whole like sit down talk where we discussed every issue in America and it, right it, now. <laughs> yeah, it is
1: mean, it's really and I think and, and Sasha Baron Cohen has said that he is never going to do a season two of this because everybody's on their guard now. Oh,
0: of course. Um, you can't... See, that... Oh, that's what's great about Mark, comedy. You're like, oh, I got you the first time. No, I'm not gonna do it again because then you're gonna catch me. No.
1: Yeah. Mark, <laughs> Mark Getz, uh, the guy who uh, was not taken in by the kindergarten's hmm. guns for three-year-olds thing, um, apparently realized it was Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> and, um, and that was... And he wasn't mad about it. He was like... Or he found out pretty quickly and he was like, oh, yeah, well, the guy does comedy. And I, I have a feeling that the fact that he wasn't taken that he did handle himself correctly is probably why he wasn't mad. <laughs> um but you know people are on their guard now but people weren't expecting this you know Marin cohen's like oh yeah he's in like les miserables now he's like this big yeah. movie star and, doing and if he is
0: doing anything oh it's probably gonna be as a, a ali g or you know right. Moran, nobody
1: or... was expecting him to be and i will say the makeup now i do think like iran Murad looking, like, when he's walking around, like, he does look a little funny. His head looks a little too big. He has a plastic jaw, yeah. Right. He does look a little weird. But the people weren't paying that much attention, and he's tall, so, you know, they're not, like, looking him dead on in the face. Exactly, yeah. Um, And they're distracted by all the, like, terrorists and guns and this (laughs) and that. So, um, and Niles, that that makeup was amazing. Like, he was unrecognizable. Mm. Uh, David uh, the David, Billy Billy Wayne Ruddick Jr. Um, I feel like was not as strong. Now I don't think he was super recognizable as Sasha Baron Cohen. No, I
0: couldn't recognize. Yeah, I, but I couldn't recognize him. He, have he
1: did look like a guy in a fat suit. Like mm-hmm. you can't take a thin person and make them look realistically like they're four hundred pounds. You just yeah. can't. They never get the face right. Mm-hmm. Like they always still have a thin looking face, and it just looks weird. Um. But, you know, but even so, even if he did look weird and look like he was in a disguise, he still didn't look... You couldn't have told who it was. Yeah. Um and And, uh, yeah, like, um, the... Uh, uh, blah, 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 Richard... What's his face? Um, Rick... Rick... Rick Sherman, also creepy-looking maybe looks like he's got some weird makeup or something oh, yeah. but unrecognizable mm-hmm. um pr- i think the most recognizable one is the omg wizboy omg wizboy Wiz yeah. Wiz um and even then i feel like he's wearing some prosthetics on his cheeks or something to make his cheeks look a little chubbier mm-hmm. like he does like he's his face looks different um or he might have some fake teeth or something that's like changing the look of his face but he was the most recognizable one and i think with that um people the first of all the people he interviewed were you know i, I doubt those two sheriffs were yeah. paying that much attention. i don't think they
0: watched the allergy show right <laughs> um, and, you know, i think and, they skipped that
1: everything with the shopkins and the like bright light set yeah and everything was just had to be very distracting uh but yeah like the the characters uh geo look creepy as shit um, yeah, the, the, the makeup and the costume, the costuming and the makeup was so, so well done on these. Um, and really the only way I think, because so many people are going to recognize Sasha Baron Cohen, even if he's just at the level of like Bruno or Borat where he's changing up the hair or whatever, they're still going to recognize his face. Um, and, and doing this level of like prosthetics and not making it look completely uncanny valley uh, was mm. really impressive so big kudos to the to the um to the makeup artists and, mm. and
0: yeah. uh well whew, i feel like we just like took yeah. one hour I'm, and i'm, I'm a hor- shit, I'm horse i'm <laughs> horse <Yeah. laughs> well uh thank you for joining us for this episode thank you to all the uh patrons and kobe donations that keep us doing this show yeah. it's appreciated I- beyond words uh,
1: we're going do- to we we? be doing Borat 2 next.
0: We are going to be doing Borat 2 cuz it comes in theaters October 23rd or pff, theaters. Uh it's coming it's going to be out
1: It's <laughs> coming where we can pay $20 to watch it streaming online. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that uh, look forward to that coming up next. Uh, and if you'd like to donate, go to our Reviewer New Patreon, uh, available at the links below wherever this episode is posted. For only five dollars, you get to hear every episode of the show, not just every other episode. Uh, thanks again for listening, and until next time, this has been the Reviewer New Podcast. I'm DJ. I'm Evan. And Evan, I'm lost. I said, though I knew he was sleeping. I'm empty and aching, and I don't know why. Counting the cars on the New Jersey Turnpike, they've all come to look for me. America!